Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Uh, what's up, wrestling fans? This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast Woo. coming at you with episode 90 at about midnight after day one of the NCAA Wrestling Championships. Man, yeah, baby. I am exhausted. My name is Brandon Olinger. Joining with me, as always, is one of my great friends, one of the best podcast co-hosts in the business, my man, your man, everybody's man, Ben, the Law Watson. What up, what up, what up? I'll tell what you up? what's up, Ben. I am tired as a mofo. Oh, I'm tired, but I'm drinking a couple beers right now. Oh, you know We're I got my cocktail. We're having a good time. Yeah, man, it's been great, dude. We're staying in this Airbnb with the Blood Round Boys, the boys from IA Wrestle. It's fun. It's fun to have everybody in here. Earl, Earl. from the Open Mat. Everybody's doing some work, getting some stuff done, just having some cocktails and chilling tonight. You know, Look, we're going to be out and about this weekend. I promise you that. But first day, whew, you get a little tired. So It's all good. So listen. Yeah. Like we did earlier today, just a little quick hit recap from session two, like we did with session one. Hey, real quick, by the way, guys, if you are out in Pittsburgh and you need a T-shirt, we got some T-shirts. Just hit us up. Tell us. We'll tell you if in the arena. Just, just DM us. Whatever. We'll take care of you. We got shirts on us at all times. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, Ben, let's get into this. I'm gonna tell you right now. Round two tonight was fire. It was crazy. We got some great quarter. Oh, we got some great quarters tomorrow. We got some great quarters tomorrow, and there was some. Really great round two matchups. Some of the best round two matchups I think that I've seen, um, and maybe it's recency bias in a long time. And you know, if you just want to get into it, dude, why don't we just start Let's talking at one twenty-five, dude? You know, um, hey, Rever- look, look at our first quarter, man. Right, Sebastian Rivera taking on Vito Arujao. That's a thing. Like, I think that's going to be a real match, dude. Arujao, um, I you know I picked Foley potentially to win that match if he's healthy. Foley looked pretty damn good his first round. Arujo went out there and put it on him 12 to 2. And I mean, it wasn't even close. Arujo impresses me. He's able to come off the scale, it looked like, you know, for a big 125 pounder. I think he's going to potentially pose some problems for Rivera. You know, Rivera got past Drew Matt in 4 to nothing. I think it's going to be a great quarterfinals matchup. Um, If Arujo keeps wrestling like he has been, um, he could give Rivera some problems, but hey, let's not discount Rivera. He's the number one seed for a reason. He's had that great season. You know what? Arujao's got to get back on that scale again tomorrow, okay? So <laughs> That's right. It's, it, and we don't. And we don't. <laughs> um, after that, you know, your next quarterfinal at 125. I like this one. You, this is going to be, I'm telling you guys, I've, I've been geeked about this match for the last two weeks. Jack Mueller from Virginia is going to get the chance to battle with Ronnie Bresser. And Jack Mueller has done nothing but dominate in his two matches. So far in this tournament. Dude, he's beating the fuck out of everybody all year. He's beating everybody. I mean, just laid it on Michael McGee, beating 13-3, while Ronnie Bresser just slips by Drew Hildebrandt from CMU, 5-3. to three. I'm telling you, man, I paid attention to that match with Mueller and Michael McGee, and everybody thinks that Mueller is just a hammer on top, but he looked good on his feet as no, well. No, he's I'm a complete wrestler, right? He's a complete wrestler. I think the question is, can he ride Bresser? We've, we, we don't see many people ride Bresser. Can he do it? Um, if he can, 
then he's going to win. Because because I, I don't know how many takedowns Bresser are going to be able to get on Mueller, but you're going to have to get at least two if you can't get out. The other question is also is can he avoid getting taken down by Bresser? Because, you know, Bresser's got that slickness on his feet. Bresser's also hard to take down in his own right. I expect it to be a low-scoring match. Um, it's going to be a great match. On the bottom half, we got Spencer Lee versus Sean Russell. We've seen this match a million times. So Lee made it past Foz 10-1. to 1. I liked Lee there. You know, Foz really was gamer early, and Lee came on, right? Lee, at first I was like, man, Lee's just going to slip by Foz, who's a good guy, but, you know, is not a Spencer Lee. But then he gets on top, then he gets his turns working, he's getting his takedowns. He looked a little bit more like Spencer Lee of old there against Sean Foz, and I think that that is a good sign if you're an Iowa fan. The last quarterfinal we got, another rematch that we've seen already this year, Patrick Glory, who's looked fantastic in this tournament so far, taking on Nick Piccinini. Patrick Glory, I thought Brent Fleetwood had a chance to win that match. Glory laid it on him, 10 to nothing, dominated him in all positions, rode him like a dog, took him down. And then, of course, Nick Piccinini, who's just going out and doing Nick Piccinini things like he's been doing all year long, Ben. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's... Um... I don't know, man. We I go back to the previous match. I think if Pitch gets on top, I, I think Pitch will be able to get a takedown this time, and he wasn't able to do it last time. You know, one more thing. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention this at 125. Um, Zeke Moisey, unfortunately, ends his career on, um, you know, a note that I'm sure he wouldn't want to. You know, he'd bat, he's battled injuries his entire uh, his entire career. But you know what? He goes 0-2 at this tournament, but, nothing, you know, he shouldn't hang his head. He's a national finalist, a two-time All-American. Shout out to Zeke Moisey for a great career in college. I agree with you 100%. So while we're doing this, Ben, let's just go ahead and make our picks. Look, I got Rivera over Rougeau. I'm picking Mueller over Bresser. I like Lee over Russell. And uh, I'm, I'm staying with Piccinini over Glory. We're putting our name on it, huh? We're putting um, our name on it. That's what we do. Give me Rougeau over Rivera. Just, you know. A little contrarian right. style. Hey, you make your pick, bro. Yeah, I, um, I like Mueller over Bresser. Ooh, okay. Yeah, okay. I do. You think that I, I like just that. hate on your fantasy guys, but I actually don't. Um, Lee over Russell for sure, and um, Pitch over Glory. All right, all right. I like it. I, I like it. Let's go to 133. 133, man, this had some amazing second-round matches, which only leads into some amazing quarterfinals matches. Right now, your quarterfinals matches, you got Dayton Fix battling John Ernesti, Ernesti. Done, he's done the workmanlike thing. I don't know about Dayton. Dayton Fix hasn't looked as dominant as I thought he would look to this point. What is, what's your thoughts, my man? You know, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch him. You know, because there's been so many other matches going on, so I'll trust your judgment, and that's fine for me to say that. I'll trust your judgment on that, dog. Um, I do know that he fucked Ernesti up last time they wrestled, so that's all I got to say about that. Ernesti's not giving up a point in this tournament just yet. Outscoring his opponents twelve to nothing. Look yeah, good on the way. That going that going in tomorrow. Pletch, dog. We talked about it in the first um, pod recap. Second one, getting on his offense a little bit. I know it was only five to three, you know, but two takedowns here over Montori Bridges, returning All American. He lost to Philippi two to one last time. Give me Pletcher here. I know we're not making our picks, but I think that Philippi snuck by Gome, a real tough Gomez one zero in a kind of a snoozer match was able to just you know Gomez didn't want to go underneath him oh man I'm with you my man I'm with you my man. I don't know how exciting that match is going to be but as an Ohio State guy you know as a guy that really likes you know likes Pletcher um 
I think he's got a good shot to make the semis. I'm liking the way Pletcher's been looking. He scored 17 points between two matches. On the flip side, you got Mickey Phillippe, who's put together five points in two matches, was barely able to slip by Gomez after he barely beat Gary Joint 4-2. to two. On the bottom half, you've got another semifinal match that, I mean, if it, if it's anything like their last match, it's not going to be great, but I have a I have a feeling we're going to see a different backpack Lezak. you got Nick Seriano taking on Lezak. Lezak got into this quarterfinals with a with a gutsy, gritty performance against Tariq the Freak Wilson. Seriano got in there beating Corbin Myers. I like this quarterfinal match. I like it better than it was last time. I remember, I remember I picked Lezak to win at the bigs. Um, I'm going to go with Seriano here. I'm just not sure that Lezak's going to be able to turn that strong-ass dude. But um, gutsy performance over uh, Tariq the Freak. I expect Tariq the Freak to come back and make some noise on the backside there. But how about DeSanto, Roma Bravo Young there? That match was crazy. Roma Bravo Young knocked himself out, man. Uh, <laughs> running that double and honestly that was two hey boys you know we give Penn State some shit but Roman Robert Young got robbed there I'll take your word for it man I don't have a, I don't have really have an opinion on that all I know is this is DeSanto came out with an impressive 7-2 victory over Roman Bravo Young to push to the quarters I thought DeSanto though DeSanto looked good in that match he also handled all of the controversy with the utmost class he was getting booed which is not something that we're used to seeing right. after getting booed hard he's getting booed he patted him on his back got up shook his hand there loved it, it which sets up a very intriguing and interesting quarterfinal matchup with Michich if you all remember their match oh you're saying they got a little history well I was going to but you saying they got a little, you saying they got a little history no no it. I want you to talk about it I'm just Interjecting. Yeah, I think they do got a little history. You know, the old Kimura gate. Oh, the flying Kimura. Oh, man. Um, DeSantos look pretty damn good. He has. And you know what? We said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Meechus continues to look good, even with that injured knee that he's kind of, you know, nursing right now. He looks fine I to me. I can't tell. But if I'm making my picks, look, I like Fix over Ernesti. I'm going to take Pletch over Philippi yeah. as well. Suriano over Lezak. <laughs> Give me me, chick, and I'm then calling, I'll take. I'm, you know what? I'm going to call for the upset. Upset special. I'm calling for the upset. The flying Kamora special. Yeah, I'm, I'm going flying Kamora special. Give me the Santo over Meechik. I don't know. Something about the Michik way that boy like looked Santo, bro. in that second round match said told me his head is in the game this weekend. His head is in the game, but Meechik don't like the Santo, and, and uh, but but yeah, I got everything else you just said, but. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to take Michik over to Santo. All right, 141, the fire keeps on burning. Listen, we got the first quarter, Yanni Diakamahalas doing his thing, pushing through to the quarters against Dom Demas. My boy Dom Demas from Ohio Whoop! continues to just rock those inside trips. Was that two seconds left? He just needs to, he just needs to, be, he, he needs to just own this podcast. He, he, yeah, we, we got to get that dude a T-shirt. Two seconds left, the inside trips, Cannon store to, I think, reverse a – Lost at the Cliff Keen Las Vegas tournament. Five to three, I think. Yeah. And Dom Demas has been nothing short of just Mr. Inside Trip of the Week. Guys, you know, if we're fucking handing out superlatives, that dude got it. Yanni D, you know, was he pushed a little bit by Chad Red? Seven to three. Chad Red was able to, you know, put a little bit of a ride on him at one point. I'm not gonna say I saw any chinks in the armor there, but um but maybe I would was, was expecting a little bit bigger of a score. I, you know what? I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you, but Diakama Hollis and his matches, he's winning. He's controlling. Um, he, he's doing what Yanni does. 
I have no concerns with him right now. Now, this second quarterfinal match on the top half of the bracket I has this. potential to be fire. You got two guys that will throw anything at you, get funky, get crazy, get wild. Over under 30 points. Jaden Ironman and bracket buster Kyle Shoop from Lockhaven. Why do these Lockhaven dudes just busting brackets? I'm telling you, man, Lockhaven continues to show that they know how to show up for this tournament. Well, they got a bunch of freaking hard-nosed PA boys that probably weren't recruited a bunch, but that probably placed a bunch of times in PA. And I'm telling you, dude, these dudes know how to wrestle in all positions. It's gonna be they're gonna score over 30 points in this match, or somebody's gonna get pinned. Speaking of bracket busters, in the next quarterfinal match, the first one on the top half of the bracket, you've got Max Murin, 22-seed Max Murin, who goes out there, beats the 11-seed Tristan Moran, follows that up with a win over 6-seed Michael Carr, facing 3-seed Nick Lee. That's going to be ugly. Nick Lee's done nothing but pin his way through to the yeah, course. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Nick Lee's going to beat the shit out of him. And then on the bottom half, you got one of our favorites, Joey McKenna, who has looked Phenomenal this tournament. Just completely, completely demolished Cade Brock taking on Mitch McKee. This match might get a little interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it, though, haven't we? I think we saw it at the bigs. Um, Give me McKenna by a good bet. Give me McKenna by a good bet there. I like it. Yeah, if I'm picking winners of this, I'm going to take Yanni over Demas. I'm going to take Ironman over Shoop. I like Lee over Murin. And McKenna over McKee. I'm going to go Yanni D. Shoot, I'm gonna go shoot. shoot. I'm gonna go shoot to keep that run going, only because it's fun. And my picks already suck, uh, and I already told you Lee's gonna destroy Murin, and uh, McKenna's gonna beat the hell out of McKee. All right, guys, 149. It continues to keep getting interesting. Top quarter, Anthony Ashnaught will be taking on Jared Deegan. Jared Deegan does what he does. He's a bad matchup for everyone. I've been telling Ben all week long. He's been hating me for it, and he uses that bad matchup <laughs> to beat Justin Oliver. He's 18 feet tall. Dude, he's tall. Fucking Paul Bunyan. He's tall. I mean, he ain't big, but he's tall. Yeah, he's not Paul Bunyan. He's, he's tall. Uh, I don't know what he looks like. He's jacking the beanstalk. Deegan looked pretty impressed. I mean, a very gritty win coming out, uh, defeating former All-American Justin Oliver from North Carolina State. Dude, is Justin Oliver going to freaking not All-American this year after All-American as a freshman? I don't know. All-American again? Why don't you ask him? That's crazy, man. Uh, and the other <laughs> quarterfinal. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. <laughs> on the top half of the bracket, uh, <laughs> Matt Kaladzik, who just keeps grinding out wins, taking on the freshman Brock Mahler, who ended my little uh, Tommy Thorne run prediction. I was on that Tommy Thorne train with you, dog. You got you started to get yeah, on. Yeah, I jumped on it because I want to see on. it. I, look, I like to see these dudes. Like, you know, I like stories. I like storylines. So, but um, you know, Kalantics, he's uh, he's scoring a ton of points. I guess he put up eight against Bergy. Uh, I don't know, dude. He's saying he, he has he looked that impressive to you? Workmanlike, right? I think workman-like. he's looked workmanlike. Yeah. But you know, the Kalantic that everyone thought was going to be a potential title contender, we would expect him to be winning these matches a little more convincingly. Let me Either tell you way, I'll, I'll it ahead. doesn't matter whether you win by one point or 20 points at this tournament. It's just about making it to the next round, and he's doing it. Let me tell you something right now, dog. Lay I'm worried about you. a trap match, son. I'm worried about a trap match in the bottom top quarter part. Okay. okay. Find Silver O'Connor. Find Silver's got the best of them in the last two. O'Connor's looking pretty decent. Beats Hyle from Campbellsville, who's, you know, good. Fine Silver, he's done nothing but just dominate, beat beat a pretty, you know, savvy Martin from Wisconsin nine to one, rode the piss out of him. 
we know O'Connor's hard to score on, man. Could he could he slow down the match and try to steal it at the end? I just I, no. I don't want it. No. I don't want no. that to no. happen. I'm telling you, no, it's not a trap match. All right, Mitch Feinsilver is a man on a mission. He has looked phenomenal in this tournament, outscoring his opponents twenty six to two in two matches. He's been great on top, great on his feet, and you know what? He has owned Austin O'Connor the last couple of matches they've wrestled. No, I like Mitch Feinsilver coming out of this quarter. Don't even don't even question me. I'm getting nervous. Get nervous. You think I, you know, it ain't that I don't fucking want him to win. All right, then. I just think it's a trap match. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. And in the last quarterfinal match at 149, we got Mickey Jordan, who has looked phenomenal in this tournament, taking on Pat Lugo, who has basically won two matches in sudden victory. Yeah, well, he ain't no, going to win. No, he's won one match in sudden victory, and then he uh, got, got by Josh Maruka 5-2. to two. Yeah, he, he he ain't going to win another match in some victory because Jordan's going to beat the shit out of him, and that's all I got to say about that. All right, so I'm taking Ashnall. I'm taking Kaladzic. How about Jordan going down on and Thompson I'm taking and Micah out. Jordan. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jordan went down on freaking Thompson and got out. I like that. I, I think that that shows good things to come. Lugo ain't going to so, be able to ride him. Is that indicative of Jordan's improvement on bottom or that Max Thompson is just awful on top? I don't know. I think we'll find out against Lugo. 157, my man. Take it away. Jason Nolf does Jason Nolf things. Guys, got to keep watching this dude. He is just, he's a treat to watch, and I'm going to miss him. What I really thought, though, is, I, you know, Humphreys was winning that match against Pag DeLeao, and this is the um, the second, um, the, the bar, the, that'll end up being the quarter. Um, Pag DeLeao, the senior, gets it done 11-7. to Hidley, not much to say there. Tech fall, Pantaleo. Gets by Wheeland from Army, 5-3. to three. Deacon, 9-0 over Perriott. Young, God, he put it on Hayes again, 14-2. to two. Early, 3-2 to two over Blyes and Berger by Fall. And you know what that sets up? That sets up Hidley versus Pantaleo in the quarters and Deacon and Young. And I think those two are the quarters to look for here. I completely agree with you. You know what I find interesting? Hidley is a guy that everybody talks about the struggles at times to score points. You know, very defensive wrestler, doesn't score a lot of points. He's done nothing Not but today. score 32 points to two points to his opponents in two matches. Um, I like him over pa- over Pantaleo. I really do. I really and do, too. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm calling the upset. I'm calling I'm calling Caleb Young over, over Ryan Deacon. I'm on that train. Young has looked good, good this tournament. And if points. he keeps it going, if he keeps, con- you know, continue to push the pace, get to his offense, I like that. Obviously, Nolf over Pagdalao, and then... Uh, you know, you got to take Burger over. Really, yeah. Yeah. I love it. The one caveat with young Deacon, Deacon's got that ability to ride. Riding can really kill into some clock, kill into the ability to score points. But give me young. If Caleb Young can find a way to get a first period takedown, I think that bodes very well for him yeah. in this match. Yeah, give me young. Give me young, baby. All right. 165, man. Marinelli, after a very, very unfavorable first round draw against All American Joe Smith. Writes the ship, gets back on track, dominates Bullard from North Carolina State. We got a very, very fun match coming up with him and Makai Lewis for Virginia Tech. I, I think, think that'll be a decent match. I think it's going to be a great match. People don't realize how good Makai Lewis is. He's a fantastic hand fighter. Right. And as a freshman. Now, give me Mary Nelly. I think, you know, I just think that he's just a better wrestler right now. But, but it's a match, it's a thing to talk about. 
in the second quarter on the top half. This is a match that I've been waiting for Ooh, baby. all year long. This will be a rematch of last year's third and fourth place match, Chance Marsteller versus Evan Wick. For those of you that don't remember, Marsteller was doing what he wanted to do to Wick in the first period, had about a 4-2 to two lead going in the second period, took down, unfortunately. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Evan Wick cradled him up, pinned him. Because you know what happens when you take down Evan Wick? You ain't getting up. You wind up on your back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. You know, you take anything Marsteller Campbell for, too? I don't. And the reason why is because Campbell has a style that just keeps it close with guys. You know, he doesn't really engage. And when he does engage, he backs up an awful lot. You know that. We've talked he about that a lot. He gave him a stall call. You know, yeah, yeah. Marsteller was getting after him, took him down. I, who you like? Who you like clearing that quarter? I'm going Marsteller, Ben. Um... And I, I'm going Marsteller, and I'm also picking Marinelli, and I think we're, we're going to have an amazing semifinal match between those two guys. I want that to happen because we've seen Wick Marinelli so many times, but give me at this point, give me Wick, give me Wick, give me Wick. All right, what you got? Uh, how about steer it over Massa? Two to one, a late score to win that yeah, match too, late right? Score. Oh late yeah, score to win that match. Bryce Stewart, Northern Iowa, never been on the podium. Takes out Logan Massa, but Stewart's the 11 seed. Takes out the 6 seed, which sets up a match between him and the 3 seed, Josh Shields. That's a winnable match for Stewart. I don't know if it is, my man. You like Shields, huh? Here's the thing. I think in this very, very tough and stacked weight class of 165 pounds, when we're constantly talking about Vincenzo, right. I get, Marinelli, I get Marsteller, Wick, Shields has done nothing but have a great season, 29-3 and three coming into this tournament. He's got two major decision uh, victories so far. I think Shields is very, very underappreciated. All right, yeah, give me Shields there too. Shields. <laughs> I'm like I could talk <laughs> you into that. Well, no, I mean, you know, I've made some really bad picks this weekend, and it's more just to have a good time. Um, Joseph White, boys, we, boys and girls, we've seen this before. White gets White White sneaks by Ashworth five to four. Joseph with a relatively unimpressive win over Flynn eight to four. Um, I think this match is going to be boring as fuck. And I think that it's going to be Joseph by probably two points. Maybe. Honestly, until Isaiah White can show that he can score a takedown on Vincenzo Joseph. Yeah, he, he's not going to be. I think it's going to be another one of those, you know, three to nothing, three to one type wins for Vincenzo over White. I'm with you, man. Yeah. I tell you what, though, 174, probably one of my favorite matches of the night, Lujan pin Skatska because that match was back and forth it was only it, it was a pin in three minutes and 22 seconds oh that was it was scrambled yeah. eggs for a while yeah scrambled eggs and then Luhan just catches him on his back and pins him that was fun um I don't think he challenges Hall I got Hall clearing um you know Hall had a again a not really impressive win over Walmack in the quarters uh Cutler looked good Cutler looked um what, like what Cutler does he shuts you down he shuts you down he looked good to get to the um to get to the quarters against the mean, you know, yeah. people can look at that okay. score between Jordan Cutler and Matt Feinsilver. It was only six to two, and wonder or and think, hmm, not very impressive. That's oh, it was because you're undervaluing Matt Feinsilver. Matt Feinsilver is a very, very good wrestler, and he's been able to keep it really close with a lot of great wrestlers, yeah. including guys like Mark Hall. Cutler looked really good in that match. He controlled. It was that a dominating. Match. It was win, a very workman like. Victory, yeah. um, and I'm telling you right now, I'm very excited for this match between Jordan Cutler and Miles Mean in the quarters. It's a rematch of last year quarter, quarters at this weight class. They've wrestled each other about four times in the last two years. Amin's got the best of him the last few times they've wrestled. You calling the flip? 
I'm calling the flip tomorrow. All right, I ain't going to call that flip. I'm calling the flip. I ain't calling the flip. Valencia, Harvey, Harvey just, I mean. Harvey upset, man. Bracket No, no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, he going to lose to Valencia, but dude, 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 dude put himself a little run going on now, hot dog. I mean, beats Dylan Liddy, who's been on fire for Purdue, then just knocks off two-time All-American David McFadden. Guys, wrestling is hard. It's not. Wrestling at the Division One level is no, hard. You, just, you, you put your single on, you put your headgear on, you go out yeah. there. Hey, you, you're a two-time All-American. They give you the win over a guy like Harvey. That's what the, that's what happens. They well, just, honestly, you've been telling me all week if you, somebody beats somebody, they can't beat you know. They right, can't be they can't beat them again. <laughs> Holy shit, boys and girls, that's what happens. So, uh, but you know, give me give me give me give me Zahid there. Um, Labriola over Smith, dude. We've been beating, we've been banging Smith's drum. Oh I yeah, mean, just beating him. Oh yeah, beating that drum. I mean, off. hard beating that drum off, and, and and like, look, we beat that drum off so much that I'm not sure we can beat it off anymore. Labriola goes out and proves us wrong. I mean, and, and, and it wasn't even close. <laughs> well, I mean, it was close for a minute, but then Labriola said, "I'm gonna turn it up." Yeah, right. I'm gonna turn it up a little bit. Um, Taking on Daniel Lewis. Daniel Lewis does hey, what Daniel Lewis Dan does. Dan Lewis decided he didn't want to wrestle this tournament very long because he's got two falls. Dan Lewis has been on the mat a total of three minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> like, that, yo, bro, break a sweat. That too might beat the heat. Break we'll, a sweat. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, Dan Lewis is going to beat Labriola, and, and uh, it's probably going to be by a major decision. All Ooh. right, Ben, I got Hall over Lujan, Cutler over Amin, Valencia over Harvey, and I'm taking... Lewis over Labriola. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. That goes without saying in my book, buddy. All right, 184. Martin had a dream. Hey, Martin had a dream, and that's to bookend his career. End his career with bookend national titles, and he's looking good so far. Hazel battled him a little bit, though. I looked over Hazel's for a minute. Tough. I was like, "Damn, dude, Martin, you better start putting up some points." He did. But how Price. about Ryan Price? Good for Pushing Ryan Price. Pushing through to the quarters over a very tough returning All-American, Taylor Vance. It was on a big ride. It was on a big ride. Got him on riding point. Yep. That's your first quarter. The next quarter, I, this is going to be a great match. Max Dean, who had to go into sudden victory to beat Cash. He's making us look bad. Taking on Nino Bonacorsi, the freshman from Pittsburgh, who just continues to get better and better every match. He just beat Emery Parker, the guy that took third in this weight class last year, 9-7. to seven. That quarter is going to be worth watching. It is. Because you know what? There's a little match taking place on the backside Ooh. between Taylor Venz and Nick Renan. And the winner tomorrow. of that. Tomorrow. And the winner of that is going to have to face the loser of Dean and Bonacorsi to get on the podium. I thought that was Shakur. Oh, is it Shakur? Yeah, Shakur had to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all good, but Vens and are wrestling tomorrow it's morning. It's fucking like, late. No, Vens and Renan are wrestling like first thing tomorrow morning. Man, Dean, come on, Dean. We were freaking talking. We were talking you up, and it takes you a sudden victory to beat Wilkie. Bonacorsi, great win against Parker. You know, dude, these, these were all battles, except for Drew Foster that really decided he was just going to dominate. But we would be remiss without talking about old Chip Ness. Oh, Chip. He beat Rashid. He took out Rashid. He took and, out the and guy. And good for him. And, and He took out Mr. Undefeated. He took out a guy that was undefeated. Undefeated. Chip Ness had 12 losses on the year. He's undefeated and finished second in the Big Ten. How's that happen? 
Uh, well, because he <laughs> he forfeited. You know what, guys? You know, I like a lot of Penn State guys, but I can't get down with what Shakur did at the Big Ten. And I'm so freaking happy that Chip Ness beat him. Because, A, Shakur, you were up. You were winning the match. Why the hell are you rolling to your back? You know, he got beat on the, he got beat on the um, what's it called, rule? The um, danger rule. Yes, he did. Take down in four, man. But hats Good off for to Chip, Chip Ness, Ness baby. For taking the for having the balls to go down against a guy like Shakur Rashid with that great cradle. Went yeah. down. Shira Creed, uh, Rashid slapped that cross face on him a couple of times, but Ness was able to fight it off, get the escape, get to some more points, win that match. Good for him. By the way, Zavatsky and Foster. Zavatsky and Foster. Everybody thinks if you versus the six. Yeah. If you would not, if you didn't know results, you'd think well, Zavatsky's favored. But he's not, fellas, and I'm going to tell you why. Zach Zavasky is 0-3 in the last three matches against Drew Foster. Going back to last year's national championships, he lost 4-3 to Foster at the tournament. This year he lost to him twice at Cliff Keen, I think, 9-6 in one match, 9-5 in another match. Drew Foster is the favorite in this match right now. It's going to be a tough one for Zavatsky to get past him, but I'm calling ZZ to right the ship. Oof. Give me Martin. Give me Bonacorsi in his hometown. Give me Zavatsky. And give me, give me Chip Ness. Hey, man, give me Martin. Give me Dean. Give me Zavatsky. And I'm taking Chip Ness, too. <laughs> Chip. Chip Ness. Fuck it, right? Might as well. I mean, anything goes at this tournament. <laughs> anything goes. The only thing that doesn't go <laughs> at 197. <laughs> Bo Nichols not going to be beat, and I'm not sure oh he's going to spend more than two and a half minutes on he the He hurts people, but I tell you what, there's been some upsets. How about Lane? Cal Poly's only um, qualifier, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, only qualifier. Beats Warner from Iowa. The five seed. The five seed. Sudden victory, getting it done. We watched that takedown, and we're just like, holy moly, wrestling is hard. Brucky stuck by Balik McDonald. Weagle looks good. He looks strong. Continues to impress. Like right there, Ben. Weigel looks very stout, very strong. I'm worried, Brandon. He's showing that he's hard to take down, and he's also showing that once he's on top of you, you're not gonna get out. I'm worried. Another upset. Brunner beats Mickless. I know Mickless obviously wrestling with a heavy heart from the loss of his father. Um, you know, condolences go out to him. You know, and his family for that. Amen and I that. really hope that Mickless can can come back and get on that podium because he's done it every other year. Um, Colin Moore, hey, let, let's not, you know, I know we're, we can we can bang the weagle drum, but Colin Moore looks it's pretty wild. damn good. Why? Okay, whatever the hell it is. Um, it's 1230. <laughs> Colin Moore, he looked pretty damn good against Woodley. Um, I, you know, it's Nickel, it's Brucky, it's Weigel, and it's Moore, right? That's what I'm taking. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm taking. Yeah. All right, let's get to 285. Let's bad boy out. 285. We got some interesting matches tomorrow, starting out with Derek White, the one seed, taking on Matt Stencil from Central Michigan, who's just looked really good, just dominated a very, very game and very good um, Demetrius Thomas from Pittsburgh. Dude, they put points on the board. Oh, yes. They put yeah. points on the 26 board. 26 points in a heavyweight match. That's going to be a thing, guys. You know who didn't put points on the board? Sam Stoll and Conan Jennings. <laughs> Conan Jennings took top. Sam Stoll took neutral. He won 1-0. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that white stencil is going to be a thing. 
I think stole wood. I keep on banging this stole drum, and I, I don't know why I keep on using that expression. It's probably because I'm tired. Um, who you got in that match, dog? I like Jordan Wood to get past Sam Stoll, to be honest with you. I don't think Jordan Wood is going to let him push him around. He's actually got a little bit of offense as well. Um, Wood's not the biggest of 285s, but he's a little bit bigger than Mason Paris. I like for him to get that job done and get Sam Stoll. Give me Stoll. I don't know why. No, take it, man. I'm drunk, and it's almost 1 in the morning. I'll tell you what. This next quarter is one that I have been so excited about the last few days. That's Super Frost, Gable Stevenson, taking on two-time All-American, Senior Amar Desi. And Desi has looked phenomenal this tournament. Dude, Desi just tech followed Thomas Haynes. Guys. 18 to 1. Yeah. 18 and, to 1. Yeah. Um, hey, guess what? I'm going to take Stevenson, but guys, this is going to be a real match. Like, they're, they're going to go out there, they're going to shake hands, there's, there's going to be ankle bands on their, their ankles, and they're going to fucking wrestle. And it's going to be dictated. Like, it ain't going to be something that just is bullshit. It's going to be a real match. It's going to be a real match. And I'm going to tell you what. Maybe it's because it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's because I've had a few drinks. I'm going to go ahead and take a Mardesi in this match. Yes. I'm going to do it. Woo! Because if I'm wrong, who will care? People will, you know, give me a little shit. But if I'm right, oh, mofos, I'm going right. to let you, you have dance. it. I'm going to dance. dance. I'm going to dance all over you on that you one. You and Ronnie Bresser be dancing. Oh, you mean a Mardesi? No, Ronnie Bresser, because his, his Twitter handles dance on him. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and then give me, give me, give me Kassar to beat up Hilger, right? Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen that match before. Hilger is good. I fully expect him to All-American. Kassar, I mean, Kassar's Anthony Kassar, man. He's doing great. He's doing his thing. I expect him to push through to the semis. But I do like Desi in that match against Gable. I love it, baby. The upset special. Hey, things are tightening up on the team race. Penn State obviously going to run away with it. Iowa? And Ohio State, that's going to be something that's going to go down to the wire. This is going to be fun. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast, this recap. We're going to try to kind of keep bringing these recaps to you. Brandon, you got anything else? No, speaking of team scores right now, look, Penn State's in the lead with 32.5. Ohio State's got a slim lead over Iowa, sitting in second place at 25.5. Iowa with 24. Then you got Minnesota and Oklahoma State tied at 20. After that, Missouri, 18 points. Guys, tomorrow is when the shit starts. That's when your butt gets butter. Bread gets buttered. My butt gets buttered. Okay, That's when your butt gets buttered. Okay, we're ending it on that. You're not buttering my butt tonight. <laughs> and as always. Hey, listen. That's episode 90 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. Your, your 35-minute quick hitter from session two oh, of day one. As always, don't wind up on your back, bro. We love you all.